0: This used to be me. Old before my years, ignored by women, passed over for promotions. But now, all that has changed. Hi, I'm Cy Swerdlow, and I invented the patented process known as hair looming. Hello everyone and welcome to the Amazon Women on the Moon segment by segment podcast. I'm Rob from The Great Escape Minute.
1: And I'm Todd from the Forgotten Filmcast. And we're
0: gonna be talking today about the the ad known as Heirlooming, which is one of the four ads that they actually have in this movie. This segment was directed by Joe Dante, and it only has two stars, Joe Pentoliano and Stanley Brock. So Todd, what what do you think about this this ad?
1: Well, um, first of all, it's got Joey Pants in it. You know, I mean, who doesn't love Joey Pants? Come on! I mean, when when I uh, when I see Joey Pants, I think first and foremost of the Goonies because he plays one of the um, one of the crooks yes. in the Goonies. I think that's where I first saw him, and um, I love him in this segment. I remember watching this movie as a teenager. This was always one of my favorite segments because i love the way that joey pants <laughs> delivers the lines in this where he just sounds so pathetic you know i was overlooked by women you know that whole thing <laughs> he just he cracks me up especially when they establish the whole thing with that black and white photo of him looking so pathetic yeah <laughs> that's sure. one I mean, of my favorite images
0: my, my first thought was is okay this, this is really strange that you know did did, did he ever have hair I mean, that's the thing. Yeah, when he made this, when
1: you see him later on, you're going, "It's weird to see Joey Pants with hair."
0: No, a lot (laughs) of his movies, he has uh, he has some sort of uh, rug on. He's not always completely uh, bald. I mean, just you can even think about Memento. Memento, he's he's got a uh, full head of hair there. That's the first one that comes to mind
1: Uh with that one.
0: Uh, I think I think in the Goonies, as you mentioned, he doesn't have any hair. I mean, we probably could go... No, there's, by, a,
1: there's a running gag in the Goonies about him having a toupee. As right, a of about
0: fact. the fact that, that they, they paid for his toupee instead of uh, fixing Sloth's teeth. I think that, that's what that's they said. Right. Or something like yeah. that. That would actually be interesting to go through all of his movies. We're, we're not going to do that, everyone, so don't worry about it. But to see which movies he actually has hair in and which ones he doesn't. <laughs> Because I, I in The Matrix, he doesn't have... I don't think he has hair in The Matrix. The Bad Boys, do you think he's, he has any hair in that one? It's
1: really strange. I'm trying to remember. I actually just watched Bad Boys 2 the other day, and I was trying to remember how much hair he's got in that. But yeah, if you did an analysis of it, you couldn't just do whether Joey Pants has hair or not in the movie. You also have to do like the, the, the volume of hair, how much hair. Right, you know, and, okay. and no, do you know? We could have this, you know, like pie chart or something like that. I don't know. I'm not a math guy. I'm no right. good at that stuff. I mean, I know
0: that in, in in the episodes of The Sopranos that he was in, he he had hair, but as you said, it's not a full head of hair. It's uh, you know, it's, it's a, a half head. I don't know what you want to call it. I mean, in in Minute Run, he also he's balding, but he's not completely mm-hmm. bald. Not not like here. This this movie uh, or this segment. He's completely bald. There's no question. About it. But
1: then again, they, they want to make it work. I mean, it's playing off of some very famous commercials. I mean, we should mention that. I don't know. Some very you know, famous uh, computers is paying off of one
0: famous commercial. The size. Sperling. Well, there, the size, commercial. Yeah. Come on. You know, the, there the, was a the, whole the series clerk, of them. Clerk
1: clerk mean, men. Cy made a whole bunch of different commercials over the years. Um, but yeah, this guy is Cy Swerdlow in the in in our segment here. But Cy Sperling was the name of the actual guy. Yes, who I actually
0: just looked up and found out that, that he passed away uh, almost two years ago on February nineteenth oh. of uh, twenty twenty. So he passed away at the age of seventy eight. So you know,
1: he was yeah. not just a client, but he was also the president of the company. No, oh, no it's I the opposite. It he's it's a, opposite. Yeah, he's, he's not says, just a president. I'm, I'm, not just I'm also the president. a client.
0: Which which sort of makes sense because you'd think that, that someone who's going to be creating some sort of product, they're going to be creating it because it's something that they themselves need, first of all, in this type of product. You know, why would someone who has a full head of hair try to go and create a hair club for men, you know, unless – I don't know, unless he has too many friends that are bald? I don't know. So it yeah, sort of makes that's sense. That's possible.
1: It sort of. Yeah. yeah. I'm 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 not at the point where uh I've had to to think much about that whole type of thing though right, I okay. definitely see the the thinning spots you know it's like you know when you catch sight of yourself in like a dressing room or something and there's a mirror behind you and you go oh my goodness that part of my head that I can't see is um a lot thinner than I thought it was. Yeah, I don't. I don't have, that. That's a problem I don't have. <laughs>
0: I've, <laughs> I've actually, I've actually, you know, had have had less hair on my head since my early twenties. So, you know, for me, it's not that big of a deal. But I also don't don't try to, you know, I've I've always vowed that I will never do the wraparound or the, you know, growing growing hair long on one side and flipping it over and all that stuff. So, but me, would
1: you do hair looming? I guess that's the big question.
0: With I mean, carpeting. You know, I don't know. Yeah. See, see, what they basically do here is, is they take two famous commercials and blend them together. Because you know, in the '80s, there was the big carpet stuff. Also, I think what was it called—New York Carpet World or something like that. There was—I'm yeah. I'm trying well, to remember. I, I... There was there there was some major carpet brand that used to have commercials all over the place. I know in Detroit where I grew up, it was—I think it was called New York Carpet World. I actually knew the owner. There was someone who who lived in my wow. neighborhood.
1: Well, see i grew up in the chicago area where of course that's the home of empire carpets so uh-huh. we had the empire carpet man on you know afternoon tv all the time and we had the little jingle you know 588-2300 empire. empire yeah, yeah I, I, I know that i know that from WGN. also there you go cable yeah. is and they cable is wondrous they've, <laughs> they've added uh it's an 800 number now so now it's 800 five eight eight two three hundred um but this, yeah, and that's really funny that
0: that I remember the jingle when you started singing it, you know, wow,
1: <laughs> oh, it's iconic, man, you know, I mean, and that that guy, I mean, I have no idea who he was, if he was an actor or if he actually worked for Empire Carpets, but he was, he got pretty, to be pretty famous. I think he passed away a few years ago, too. But um but yeah, I actually just did carpeting in my house a few weeks ago. So watching this segment, I was like, oh my gosh, this is really hitting home. You know, looking at the the different carpet swatches and, and things like that. Though this is this is definitely like shag carpet that they're showing him in this yeah, this is for sure. This is not a carpet style that you'd find today or even back when this film was released. No, I'm not too sure about that. I'm not too sure about that. I would
0: think that that at the time you could say that, that in the 80s you would find shag carpeting like that. You know, the mid-80s.
1: You could find it, but I don't know it was as much as the style. Okay, anymore. fine. That's I, true. But,
0: but again, the, the, this movie was originally filmed in 85. It was only released in 87. So I think mm-hmm. that's closer yeah. to, to that. I mean, now now Empire, it was it's actually now known as Empire Today, and you can find it in 75 okay. different uh, cities around the world. But it is well known for their TV ads featuring their jingle. That, that's what it says in Wikipedia. Yep. And as we both said, we know where it started. So it was it was opened by Seymour Cohen in 1959 as Empire Plastic Covers,
1: <laughs> like for your couch and stuff like that. You know, like you know how Grandma doesn't want to damage the couch, so she has a plastic we, cover we, over we, it. We, well, I, I had I had. Uh,
0: I think it was a great aunt that, that that used to do that. So I remember we'd go into the house, you know, and you'd, you'd cringe when you have to sit on those plastic-covered uh furniture and stuff like that
1: and then in 19 especially if it was like a hot day where you're wearing short pants and stuff and you you know you because you stick to yeah. the darn thing and then in
0: 1965 they changed the name to Empire plastic covers no sorry from Empire plastic covers to Empire home services and at that point was when they added the carpet to their product line and then their product line continued to grow and then in November 2002 the the company was sold and they they adopted the name Empire today so That's really Hmm. interesting but again as as we said okay so there's there's the empire man who was introduced in 1978 it was originally he was he was animated and then he has grown into a popular cultural icon in the chicagoland area and he's been seen internationally in commercials and other media and they even spawned a line of collectible bobblehead dolls and they even, wow, and yeah. they even inspired the Chicago clubs to declare an official Empire Day at Wrigley Field in 2007.
1: That guy was famous. I mean, he's just like, uh, you know, Sven Gulley or, uh, uh, you know, Bozo in Chicago. Those are the TV icons. Seeing Bozo. And
0: so the, the, it was actually portrayed by a man named Lynn Huldren, who mm. passed away in 2011. And he was originally an advertising copywriter who was based in Chicago, who became the Empire Man.
1: Wow, oh. he. But see, like that's that's what they kind he of. He was eighty-nine um, when he passed away in twenty eleven. Wow, and what they kind of used to to play up was that you know they would come to your house and measure all this stuff, and their crew would come and all that, and that's kind of what you get in this ad where you have this big van load of guys that come and measure his head and i love how they say
0: if you suffer from premature hair loss let our team of technicians visit you in the privacy of your home so there will be no embarrassment
1: this huge scene of people and the neighbors are all looking (laughs) and stuff like that
0: (laughs) exactly yeah I love that I love the fact that they did that they, they did that really well. you know in the privacy of your own home and you see like twenty people walking around their house as the the carpet people come into the house and, and you know and the the person that they're actually putting the carpet on is an actor named Stanley Brock, who i I recognize him he's been in so many different things he he usually plays this cigar chomping character or whatever he was in u h f yeah he was in hard to kill.
1: That's where I remembered him from. I saw I was like, "Oh, that's Weird Al's uncle in exactly. UHF."
0: Uncle Harvey. And he was in Hard to Kill, he was in uh, Night, Night of the yeah. Comment. He actually he he was he had 80 different acting roles. He he actually passed away in 1991 at the age of 59, which when you look at him, you think that he's much older than that. He does not look like he's in only in uh, if this was if he passed away in 91, so he was 54. When this was made, I think no, yeah. 50, yeah. 53. which is wow. He really does not look like he's fifty-three. That's
1: that's exactly what. That's I That's actually thought, scary for this, for I those of us he's...
0: getting close to that age. I mean, you're you're a little closer to it than I am, but yeah. I I hope neither of us looks like that. It looks that much older when when we've reached that point. <laughs> what what other movies? Well, are if you? we
1: if we do, we can get hair looming, and then it will look that's much right. younger.
0: He was also in. The Devil and Max Devlin, which I remember seeing. I mean, he mostly played small roles. He, I don't think he had any real uh, lead roles in anything he did. But, but he
1: lots of TV. Yeah, I 80, saw. he did. He, was he was was 80, like a, he did Happy he was Days.
0: Credit, he had eighty credits on 90B on TV and twenty. Yeah, Charlie's Angels, Night Court. Ah, I remember him from Night Court because I think he was. I think he was in like three episodes of Night Court or something like that. If I remember correctly. He was in. He did like seventy-eight episodes of Days of Our Lives. Okay, I w- I wouldn't recognize him from that. I don't know if you would, but I wouldn't. <laughs>
1: well, neither would I, unless I happened to catch my mom watching soap right. operas one he was, day. He yeah, was in know. nine episodes. She watched General. Right, he ha- was nine
0: ha- episodes of Barney Miller. Wow, he's the mayor. He was in thirteen episodes. So I guess he was probably one of the stars of that. I actually remember he was in Quantum Leap. I do remember that. That's probably where I remember him from. He was in one episode. He played an FBI agent in, in an episode of Quantum Leap from nineteen ninety. Her Charm. I'm trying to remember which one, which episode that was.
1: Oh, I don't know what that. I I, I loved, loved Quantum, it too, but I can't place that. episode. I loved it too.
0: Ah, he he plays an FBI agent. Okay, who has to try and save a female witness, and someone keeps finding them. So maybe maybe he's actually, you know, maybe Stanley Brock plays plays the the, the turncoat. Who knows interesting don't know i guess i guess we'll have to go re go re-watch that episode yeah. if we really are, are interested in seeing what 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 that is yeah but i, yeah. I mean i also love the way that they're, they're like staple his uh, in back to this segment obviously where, where they're stapling the carpet onto his head <laughs> then your head will be carpeted with 100 percent pure acrylic fiber completely natural looking
1: looks extremely painful. Extremely. I'm like, what, what is that tool that they're using? I was like, is that a nail gun or what exactly isn't like are a they... Staple,
0: isn't it a staple gun? Like
1: what you used to... I don't know. I mean, when I think of a staple gun, I think of something that's a little smaller. I mean, I'm not a handyman at all. I mean, if I if they gave me a tool like that, I'd probably like you know shoot myself in the foot or something like that but whatever it is they're using on his head there sure looks painful
0: yeah completely and and i love how they give him you know he gets to choose from all the different colors and styles he's holding he's holding he's <laughs> holding like a um a, a glass of, of of brandy or whiskey or something like that while he's you know or scotch you know while, <laughs> while he's checking out all the different different uh swatches he's like-
1: holding it up to his, holding it up to his clothes and stuff, matching the colors and things like that. And I was confused because it looks like when they show the different shots of like, you know, he's, you know, showering at one point, you know, there's a woman like running her fingers through his hair, things like that.
0: You can sleep in it, you can
1: shower in it. And it looks like they have different colors at different points, so I'm thinking, so, you know, is he able to to change the color? You know, does he call the crew and they come and restaple his head every couple of weeks? And you know, whatever his mood strikes him to do a different or maybe color a way of or dying something it. like that. You know, like
0: You can dye your hair. Maybe you can do it that. Ah. Way. Now, I just I just watched the part where they're stapling it on his head again, and you see he winces each time. You see him, his eyes close every single. Th- you know, like as if he's wincing each time that they they do it,
1: and yeah. This is and 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 how does he clean it with with a dustbuster? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, you had to have a dustbuster back in the eighties. Those were those things were were lifesavers, you know. Yeah. If you if you you were a kid and you spilled something on the carpet or whatever, you got to whip out the exactly. dustbuster. and then the
0: the end of the ad, they basically first of all the the the, the phone number is get hair one eight hundred get hair.
1: Call toll free one eight hundred get.
0: Yeah, and they they have. Did you, you know, try calling it? I did, not, did, you call I did it, not. I did not. Rob? I did not try. Sorry. And but if you look at the the Visa card and the Mastercard that they they supposedly have there, they it, they changed it. It's a Vista card and a Bank Master card.
1: So. Wow. I like I like the way they did that final screen there because that's again another a moment that looks so much like the way these commercials looked back in the day because they would always cut to this blue screen and it would have the little pictures of the yes. credit cards and then the phone number and the address. And usually you were like sending away to some, you know, what seemed at the time a far away place. And a lot of them like went to the same places. Like I, I'm thinking, you know, I don't know if there was certain post offices or places where you would have these PO boxes that these advertisers like to go to, or maybe it was the same person because I, I, I don't know how these worked. A lot of times, where it was like people would, I guess, buy into it type of thing, and then they would get a residual for running the ads. Or I don't know how it worked, but I just remember a lot of them were like to PO boxes in like Pueblo, Colorado, or or something <laughs> like that. Which you know, now is not that far away from where I live because I live in Denver. But uh, and you know, you the, know where Pueblo uh, is at this point? It, I know where Pueblo is. Pueblo's to the south. No, I mean, and, have you, you know, ever been
0: there to check I, how many PO boxes they have? Oh. <laughs>
1: No, I I haven't actually. I've driven through many times, and uh, I don't know. I don't mean to slag on the folks of Pueblo, but a lot of people like to joke low not being the greatest spot in our state here. So, um, well, you have many better, to choose from.
0: So, yeah.
1: it's not a <laughs> they're, they're, Colorado's
0: a pretty big state, so you you have plenty of cities to choose from if you're trying to to find yeah. out which ones are best and which ones are not. <laughs>
1: I hear they've got a nice little area where they've got all these like cool neon signs that I've wanted to check out. All right, well, Provo. now you've... I've now you, never done that. You have a reason to, to go I, there and I check it out. I will do it sometime.
0: <laughs> all right, so do you have anything else for, for this segment? You
1: know, we didn't actually mention that you know, at the beginning and maybe, you know, I'm sure other people will mention this as they go through the film and such, but, you know, we've actually got the little, uh, screen with the movies, till sunrise, you know, and all that, uh, with the channel eight W I D B, which I looked up and is, there is an actual W I D B. That's a radio station, not a TV station, but in Carbondale, Illinois, I guess there's a WIDB, but, um, but this is just another touch that I, I really enjoy where this, you know, looks a lot like the type of screens that you would see on UHF channels or local TV channels, uh, you know, when they would have all night movies or things like that. So this just kind of generic thing with a, with a cityscape and, and movies till sunrise on there. Uh, you know, it's the little touches like that that I like about this movie where you get that, you know, that feel like you're just staying up all night watching TV. Right. Well, as we know, John Landis is from Chicago. Mm -hmm. So
0: that makes sense that he would try to use something that's in Chicago. So even though this wasn't his segment, I mean, this is his movie, but it's not, he didn't direct this segment.
1: Right, right. This is Joe Dante. And I mean, Joe Dante, I mean, of all the directors on here uh, that that contribute to this film, uh, Joe Dante is probably my favorite, uh, just in terms of his filmography in general. Um, I love Joe Dante's... Uh, approach to movies his sense of humor um, he has a big appreciation for the classic Looney Tunes shorts of course he directed Looney Tunes back in action um, you know he often puts things in his movies that are you know very much inspired by the style of humor from from the Looney Tunes shorts um, mm-hmm. and uh, I just love Joe Dante's love of movies. He's, he's one of those guys. I don't know if you've ever listened to Joe Dante's podcast. He does a podcast called the movies that made me. Uh, it's a kind of an offshoot of his trailers from hell, uh, website, but, um, he just, they have different people come on the show and they talk about movies that have meant something to them or, or that inspired them in some way. And, There is never a movie that comes up that Joe Dante has not seen. He has literally seen everything. So, uh, well, he sort of probably does a little bit of research before each of each of his guests. Well, he doesn't necessarily know what they're going to talk about, Uh, you know. But you know, just these things come up, and he goes, "Oh yeah, I saw that at such and such theater back when I was sixteen years old." And uh, it's just a wealth of information. So, yeah. But I love I love his movies. I mean, Gremlins, The Burbs. Um, I, I've always had a great appreciation for Joe Dante as a filmmaker.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of, of gremlins also. And the, the back to the, to the final uh, screenshot of the segment, where we were talking about the, you know, how to get in touch with, with the, this company and stuff like that. So for me, what was really strange is yes, it does rem, bring bring back memories of, of the way that, that they used to do it on all these different channels you know the uh, WGN and TBS and you know all those fun cable channels that 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 we used to get as kids, where we could see shows from different parts of the country and stuff like that. But when I saw it now, I was looking and I was like, okay, well, where's the website? Where's the email address? <laughs> you know, which, which obviously are things that will not will never be on something from the 1980s. So it's just yeah. one of those things that, that has changed over the years.
1: So that's very interesting. Maybe, maybe some, but maybe somebody out there has, uh, has, you know, got the website, hairlooming.com. You never know. <laughs> you, can, you can Google it if you really want
0: <laughs> That, that I'll, I will leave that up to you. That that's your program. Well, like,
1: like I said, I'm not, if I'm not really feeling the that. need for it yet. Yeah. You know, maybe in a few years when the hair gets thinner, we'll see.
0: All right. Very good. So, Once again, we want to thank everyone for listening to this Amazon Women on the Moon podcast segment by segment. You can get in touch with me at The Great Escape Minute. Our email address is thegreatminute at gmail.com. Our Facebook group is The Cooler. Our website is thegreatescapeminute.com. And our Twitter account is greatescapemxm.
1: And as for me, you can find me on Twitter at Forgotten Films. That's Films with a Z. My blog is called Forgotten Films. You can find it at forgottenfilmcast.wordpress.com. And my podcast is called The Forgotten Film Cast, which you can find in all those places where you love to find podcasts. All right. And if you
0: want to find this particular Twitter account for Amazon Women on the Moon podcast, so it's at A-W-O-T-M-P, Amazon Women on the Moon podcast. So you can check that out and we'll see you next time. I'm
1: Rob. And I'm Todd. It changed my life and it'll change yours.